before Google, social media, or IMDb, there were guys behind the counter. They were your window to all things movie, what just came out, and what is and what is not worth your time. Stay tuned as we discuss this week's staff pick, VHS finds, and anything else that may pop up. Welcome to Behind the Counter. We are the guys behind the counter. I'm Kev with Pizza Planet Video. Sprinkles here from Collection Therapy. And we're back with another episode. Episode 23. We are just chugging right along. We're killing it. So, man, you've been hunting? Find anything mm-hmm. cool? Uh, my week's been great. I did go hunting and I went to my old Goodwill that I always went to. It's like two blocks from my house. And uh, they haven't had anything for weeks. Uh, a lady even told me they're not really doing tapes anymore. I was bummed out. Whatever. I go in again. And boy, oh boy, I found I found Marky Mark's workout. I found Party Monster, which I have been looking for for a very long oh, time. That is such a good Macaulay Culkin. I could not believe I found. So it's funny. I go there and I find Party Monster, Donnie Darko, and uh, a second copy of Vision Quest. Now, Party Monster and Donnie Darko are two of my girlfriend's favorite movies, and. I've been on the lookout for them specifically. They happen to be right next to each other. And Vision Quest, if you have not heard of it, is one of the best movies. I'm going to show you the cover. It's one of the best movies no one's ever seen. At first, all Loudon Swain could think of was getting in shape. But since he met the girl of his dreams, all he can think of is her shape. You're not from around here, are you? Are you kidding me? Trenton, New Jersey. She doesn't have any transportation or any place to stay or anything. And I was wondering, maybe we could ask her to stay with us. I like that. And now that she's moved into his house... Who's that girl? He can't keep his mind on what he's doing. The girl of my dreams lives under my own roof. I see her every day, but she thinks I'm a kid. Immature, dumb jock. All of which is more or less true. You wanna know what turns me on? Hands. Really big hands. And he certainly can't do what's on his mind. You know that sexual intercourse burns up 200 calories a shot? Anyway. But give the guy a break. When you're in love, you can do some seriously crazy things. This is the new film from the executive producers of Flashdance. Vision Quest. Okay, well, it's, I'm, it's, it's going about, in a list. It's about uh, it's about amateur wrestling in high school, and this 18 year old kid played by uh, goodness uh, Matthew Modine, so the old bad guy from Stranger Things. He plays an 18 year old amateur wrestler, and it's just like a triumph drama like it's a great movie uh sounds amazing yeah it's right up your alley it's 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 perfect um so yeah i found that and i also found dr jekyll and miss hyde so pretty excited about that 1995 comedy oh that's right he turns into a girl yes tim daly that's right yeah so excited and those were all literally I didn't even need to skim the shelf. Those were all consecutively next to each other. And I was like, all right, my haul is right there. Uh, there were a couple other things in there, like Arnold Schwarzenegger's workout from back in the day. Uh, 
I found another copy of Heavyweights because I always pick one of those up. Such a time I find one. (laughs) I mean, I'm a fat kid, so Heavyweights was just like right up my alley. Yeah, this is my childhood. Uh, But yeah, that was my that was my one venture. I, I did go out again this morning to two spots and actually found nothing and just went home thinking about all the gas I just wasted. I was like, that's a bummer. I haven't but, gone out at all. Right. Now, I'm, when you you went out last weekend on a on a family thing, did you do you ever hit up places when you're when you get I, downtime on? I do, yeah. Um, yeah. But like I said, I think either I think it's next week that we're going to do the inventory of the shop. So the wife yeah. is. I'm going to get her the box wine. <laughs> sit down. <laughs> get some franzia. We're we're Boda Box people, you know. Okay, we class it up. It's eighteen dollars a box now. Hey, that's hey, Uh, big big box, big box. And then we're gonna we're gonna knock this out. It's just getting harder around here, man. Like more and more shops don't carry them, which is discouraging. So it's just like a lot of driving for not a lot of outcome. Mm -hmm. We've talked about it with my son in the car. It's like it's too much. So like I. I I think, uh, not to interrupt, I think tapes are going the way, as opposed to vinyl, I think they're more going the way of the comic book. And it, they, like vinyls, you, I mean, you can walk into anywhere, any Salvation Army, and if you want to flip through 300 vinyls, you can. But the tapes are going away. Mm-hmm. I imagine that's how comic book collectors feel. If they, they, I mean, where do comic book collectors hunt? Other comic than shop. comic book shops, yeah. That's it. The only place we're going to be able to go are like, video stores like the the yeah. reopening of the video store will probably you know start popping up soon as far as all retail like all for sale mm-hmm. i mean that would be great i know i only know of one place in in florida that's like that right now but just uh, yeah i think it's going to be more and more online it's going to be ebay yeah. craigslist people getting rid of their collections you're just going to buy bulk and then move on yeah you yeah know? craigslist is going to be where the i've already seen several like 200 tape collections of really cool stuff and i'm like they must have got into it last year had a really good year of hunting and now they're moving yeah and yeah but anyway um i'll get get back into it i'm probably gonna have i'm gonna do it without my son he's just getting too old and too wiggly and too anti sitting in a car seat so but yeah, so I don't know. I have nothing really fun to talk about in, in finds. I did see a couple cool trailers though, that yeah. are movies that intrigued me some. So I, you know, I go on IMDb almost every day to like look up facts and just to kind of see what's coming out. You know, mm-hmm. uh, Captive State. Have you seen this? It... Before first contact, we were fighting amongst ourselves. We needed the legislators. Show us a better way. They're protecting us from anarchy. Tell our friends down below they got our full operational support. Harmony, peace. It's a lie. They're going to take everything. What do you want me to do? As long as we fight back, we got a chance. We're facing a full-blown insurgency known as Phoenix. The networks communicate. They're playing at something big. The team goes tonight. You ready? No one gets taken alive. Hello, Gabriel. You have a job to do. I've got a plan. I have faith in you. 
by the wall. Kind of reminds me of like a District 9. Um, John Goodman's in it. And oh, some other people. But basically, it's based in Chicago after the overthrow. Basically, it's aliens have taken over the world. And hmm. Captive State is basically what I can tell is their uprising. It's them taking it, trying to take it back. And Okay. It looks I'm totally into that. So I'll put a clip of that in here, but uh, it looks interesting. So I thought it'd be worth a shout out to look at. Yeah. And then there was Midsomer, S-O-M-E-R. Christian says that you've got some special thing planned. Yeah, it's like a crazy nine-day festival. It only happens every 90 years. Midsummer, 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 midsummer's night's dream. I I think, or is that just midsummer? I I didn't even. It's midsummer's night's dream. Yeah, is it okay? Then what is summer? I don't know what that means. I think I think they're doing it that way because it looked like a um, kind of a Nordic. So what? It's an A twenty four film. It's due out in August. So what? I it, it basically a girlfriend follows her boyfriend on a retreat kind of turns into a little cult like and then everybody's wearing white robes no one talks like there's a lot of like celtic symbols and like ram's heads on things and then it yeah. just at the towards the end of the, the the trailer you know they do like flashes of like weird things like and you're like what the fuck's going it, it was in it, it was a well-done trailer to the point where i'm like i want to see that yeah the trailer reminded me if you took the like the village um and mixed it with the fire festival yeah. documentary yeah. it's very much like these kids thought they're they're going to this fest uh that happens like every 90 years so i mean must be must have been tough to get the word out back then uh and they show up and it's a very like amish kind of looking place yeah and uh and creepy shit goes down so i'm totally into it that's going to be one of those. I'm sure it's going to be over two hours. It's going to be one of those ones, mm-hmm. like a slow burn movie, but I'm into it. Yeah, it looked totally. good. So this is going to be a real good year. I mean, I haven't actually seen a new movie up to this point. We're only like a couple months in, but I'm really excited for everything that's coming out. Yeah. Uh, but I have not actually gone to the movie theater yet as of this year. I have not. I'm not. Really, yeah. There's nothing I've been like, I need to go see on the screen yet. Yeah. It's mostly yet. Just like I can, I'll wait until it, like it hits a red box or yeah. Netflix. Lately, no joke, I've been watching a shitload of movies. I've probably watched six movies this week. Wow. Um, and for a stay-at-home dad, that's a lot because I don't have a lot of downtime. Right. But, but most of my movies have all been documentaries. So it's interesting because I am – Stay uh, woke, you know. Yeah. I am an outdoor kid. So I grew up kayaking, mountain biking, climbing. I have a degree in outdoor education. So mm-hmm. I'm, I play outside when I'm not watching movies. And I got, I got hardcore into movies when I, li- I lived in my car for a couple years. and. Mm-hmm. When it got dark, there's nothing I can do because I 
just set in my car. So I had a TV in there. I wired to a car battery. It was crazy. But I used to watch a lot of outdoor climbing documentaries and like um, paddling movies, what we call outdoor porn. Mm-hmm. Because <laughs> it's stuff that gets you stoked to go do those events, right? Like Don't you, Google that, by the way. Yeah, you'll actually you'll just find out there. Like, <laughs> porn outside. This is just people doing it in the woods. <laughs> this is like so. I've watched. Um, there was a. I watched a couple documentaries. Well, the, um, one was called The Dawn Wall, which was Tommy Caldwell and his climbing partner, um, free climbing the El Cap, which has never been done before. It took like. 19, 20 days. It was awesome. Jeez. And it just really shows like the intensity of what they're doing and like the inner turmoil, why they do these things. Mm-hmm. And then I watched another one called Free Solo. Uh, Jimmy Chin is an outdoor movie maker. He makes amazing outdoor films, but he did it's about Alex Honnold, uh, who free solos, which means he climbs thousands upon thousands of feet without a rope. So it's just him, the That's rock, just... and a chocolate. Insane. That's insane. Yeah, it's crazy, but like I understand the mindset for that, right? Uh, I don't, but I envy the mindset for that. Yeah, for sure. I don't understand what chemical compound one needs in their brain to do that, but I envy it, and I don't have that. <laughs> Dude, I dig it. If you show me stairs that go up too high, I'll be like, not today. No. <laughs> <laughs> not today. Mm-mm, I'm good. Yeah, you got to let me sleep before that one. Dude, but I, you really should – like, and then I'll watch another one called Maru, which is about a – uh, climb in Himalayas. That's cool. That's an entire genre I've never even, never even thought like, like climbing documentaries. That's, so that's really great. good. Yeah, uh, um, you're gonna have to send me some. Man, I still wish Netflix. I could you could send somebody else something to watch. Right. But, yeah, text me something to watch, and I got some I stuff to put on a list because I sit around a lot during the day too and just watch documentaries, and I'm running out of stuff to learn. Oh, there's so many. I just, I, every once in a while I go onto Netflix and I hit the documentaries tab and I just mm-hmm. add to list, add to list. And then I just yeah. click them out, you know? So click them out. Yeah. I just wanted to mention all those cause they just have really, I've been really stoked on them. Yeah. Um, but yeah, but this week we had a very cool movie. Yeah. We kind, of, we kind of picked this idea. We're like, let's talk about kids, family friendly sci-fi. Yeah. So like when a kid meets an alien, kind of those movies those movies yeah um which are some of my favorites from the 90s uh and this the movie we're gonna we're gonna go deeper in today is one of the last of the i would say it's probably the last live action kid meets alien movie right uh coming out in 1997 right yeah yep um star kid Extraordinary adventures on distant worlds filled Spencer's imagination. Unfortunately, he was stuck on Earth. You are USDA choice dead meat. Little survival tip. Stay out of my way. Now, a kid who needs all the help he can get. So beautiful. I don't believe this. Is about to discover. What is this? Something out of this world. The Phase One Cyber Suit, the foremost in alien technology, and Spencer's new best friend. What do people call you? Phase One Assault Cyber Suit. How about Zion? Okay. I think it's time for a test drive. a finely tuned instrument. Who are you? You are USDA Choice Dead Meat. 
balanced. Graceful. Programmed to recognize dangerous life forms. Hostile biotic detected. Hey! Doesn't get any better than this. While providing complete comfort to his occupant. From the producer of Free Willy. Defense system alerted. That's a bad guy, right? That's a bad guy. It's hit crunch time. Comes the story of two friends who must join forces to save two worlds. Is this part of life? Yes. If they don't destroy Whoops. this one Ow. first. Hello, oh. oh, you turn. Please tell me we're at the wrong house. Starring Jurassic Park's Joseph Mazzello, Star Kid. There's a new kid in town. Trailer. Star, <laughs> Star Kid. Star Kid's a movie about about a, a young boy, uh, Spencer Griffith, played by Joseph Mazzello, which uh, a lot of people remember from Jurassic Park, and uh, not a lot of people remember from River Wild or The Cure. Uh, <laughs> The Cure, not the band, but do you yeah. remember that? Do you remember that movie? I do not. No, he plays a kid with AIDS. Oh, bummer! Is it and, after this or before this? Uh, I think it came out in. It was it was after Jurassic Park and before this movie. Okay, so so he played 90s, yeah. yeah he played a kid with AIDS and in the nineties it was still taboo and this right. you know and so he was alone in his backyard and his next door neighbor was like my grandma says you're going to hell. And then he was like, well, my doctor doesn't know what happens after you die. And he's a genius. So your grandmother must be Einstein. And the kid was like, my grandmother's a cashier at Kmart. <laughs> <laughs> and it's just like about a friendship. It, it's a great one. So like I, uh, when I, once I saw him in Star Kid, I was like, ah, oh, the cure. Wow. That, what, a, what, a, what a weird movie for him to go to after a serious movie. He didn't exactly get the DiCaprio treatment. I think he just did whatever. Well, like, he did this. Yeah. <laughs> yes, he did. Uh, he he had a crazy adventure with an incomprehensible exosuit <laughs> that has has an interior four times the size of its exterior. Uh, so he basically comes across. He's bullied in school. Mm-hmm. He's like, a weird kid. Like every shy. yeah, like every kid in the nineties that had a comic book at school. He's a loser. He gets picked on by the kid who wears his hat backwards. And uh, the t- and the teacher is is more attractive than she needs to be, and like loves this nerdy kid and is going to protect him and ignore the rest of the class. So your usual '90s movie. Mm-hmm. Um, and then he's in a junkyard because again '90s movie, <laughs> and he comes across a crash landed. Um, I mean, he doesn't know what it is right at first, but it's a it's a alien engineered exosuit cyber suit sent to earth by a race of i forget their names uh these little dudes these little ewok looking dudes they're kind of like yoda's whatever Mm -hmm. yoda is is he just a yoda is that his Uh, name i would just assume he's a yoda you you gotta know that we're gonna get destroyed we're gonna (laughs) gonna blow up our dms because we didn't know what yoda was what is a yoda um, so this Yoda race uh, made this exosuit that's pretty badass when you look at it, and it uh, it basically needs a host, an an organic organism to be the host of it. So the kid gets in the suit, and bam, he's got these superpowers. He's and you can't see his face; he's completely inside the suit. And uh, 
and yeah, and it, it has a, it has a lot of great montages of him just showing his strength. Yeah. Uh, from what I researched about this movie, it was very expensive, which is kind of why it was the last live action uh, rubber suit kid movie because yeah. no one went to go see it. I think it pulled in less than half of its budget. Oh, it definitely um, tanked on Rotten Tomatoes. Yeah, too. it tanked. Yeah, and is the story that coherent? No, but it's no. really fun. It's really fun and it's has a def- lot of funny gags. It's definitely one of those like '90s movies that it's just, it's, it's so bad it, you just enjoy it, right? Yeah, and a, it, the the cyber suit's face when it talks to him on the inside is horrifying. <laughs> it's it's so such a gross, weird, and why? For those who have not seen it, when when it shows his face, because they can't just have the kid in the suit with you have to see his face. I mean, yeah, they're not just going to have his voice. Um, the suit is is the size of a person wearing a suit. Right. So if you imagine the the mask would be touching your face like a vinyl mask. However, when it shows his face inside the suit, it's almost as if he's piloting the suit. And right. he has a whole cockpit in front of him. Even though when he turns his head, I mean, in theory, the the outside would turn its head too, but it's they don't quite go like, into that. It's supposed to be like Iron Man, right? Like Iron Man has a display in front of him, but he has... It's a little everything closer. Is, everything's touching him. <laughs> yeah. But like in this movie, it's supposed to be like that, but they don't have the technology in the 97 to like right. show it. So it looks like a giant. He's in a giant he, room. He's in a like a. He's in like a sedan. Like it's yeah. huge. He's got all he's... this room to look around. <laughs> but then they show him from outside, and he's just a person size. And you're like, what? And he can see the face of the cyber suit, and it talks to him, even <laughs> though his face is supposed to be what's controlling the cyber <laughs> facial motions. Yeah. So and also he can talk, and it comes out of the mouth of the suit. But also the suit has a voice and talks to other people and to him. It was like they wanted to have an alien buddy, but they just put him inside. But they still talk to each other. So it's really it's unique. Like I've never seen that before. It's like yeah. a it's like if a pilot and the ship just bickered. Which so, is I cool. Mean, yeah. It, and he finds out there's no pee hole. And when he tries well, he to pee can't and the pee. thing <laughs> the broken. thing shoots out of his neck. It's just, so he's trying to, he's really got to pee. He's got to go to the bathroom. He's just like, please open it. And the, the suit's like, oh, I don't know what you're talking about. I don't, I don't know what you're talking You've about. You've not completed the mission. We he's like, I can't, I can't let you out. Uh, I don't know what you're talking about. You have to pee. And he's like, yeah, I have to urinate. So he goes, oh, okay. You, well, I'll, like, I'll open I gotta up the I've got to drain va- the main vein. I've got, <laughs> I've, I've got to piss. i got to whiz. And he's like, what is it called? Uh, uh, urination. I need to urinate. Yeah, and then it's like, oh, okay, I'll open up the valve, and it just shoots out this little spout from, like, the neck hole. And it's sort of the funny, and he's just like, I'm in trouble. <laughs> and then the kid holds his pee for a remarkable amount of time and goes to, of all places, his teacher's house, because she's the only other character we've met. So, And this is a very awkward interaction, because at one point, I believe yeah. she was squatting down in front of him, basically trying to jimmy off his codpiece. That didn't yeah. come out right. Yeah, she has a screwdriver, and she's like, "Yeah." So she's she's breaking into his crotch region, and then and then while he's peeing, it just focuses on her reaction to the length of his pee. He pees which, for an absurdly he, long time, and it just shows her drinking coffee, just making that John Krasinski face, just 
I'm well, surprised we, she didn't look at the camera. That really would have made it. That would have brought it over the top. If she looks at the camera, it was just like, <sighs> wow. Uh, we skipped a main. So he has, there's a anyway, bully. Yeah. Like every, every movie, you know, 90s movie with a kid. In there, there's always a main bully. Yeah. There's this main bully. Isn't his name like Turbo or something? Yeah, like he's a little shit. He's such yeah, a turd. He's also a chubby kid, but he's like, you are grade A, bona fide ass whooping like that's what he would like mm-hmm. he would say like a, a phrase that it always started with grade a bona fide yeah oh fda fda certified, certified dead meat dead meat that's what it was it's fantastic which is just such a great line and then and you find out his dad is the is apparently the owner of this junkyard also and mm-hmm. his dad's a, a bully to him which is why bullies are bullies and it's got a little deeper message there for the bullies that might be watching to go we understand we but, get uh, you. Yeah. The first thing he does with his suit is he goes and kicks the bully's ass. Yeah, he literally is like, I'm going to go murder this other kid. Like, he is ready to throw this kid through a window. And uh, he does. He roughs up the kid mm-hmm. pretty well. And Spins him around in a quarterback. Flipping out. Yeah, he, he really kicks his ass, which is awesome. I mean, imagine what a dark turn if he just, like, took that kid out. Just just killed him. And then and then that's a whole separate part of the movie where they're just trying to solve this murder. Dude, you know what this movie reminded me a lot of? Uh, no. Uh, Giver. You know, I've been meaning to watch Giver. That's the Mark Hamill one? Mm, yeah, 1997. Yeah. Yeah. It's basically the same concept. Dude finds alien technology. That alien technology binds itself to him and he becomes mm-hmm. some type of cyborg. Yeah. Oh, yeah. And the... the his name's Cy also. The suit's name is Cy. Yeah, Cy. So we can sure I keep calling him the suit. Uh but yeah, I'm definitely gonna need to watch Guyver because I've got it. I just never seen it. Because like watching it, I was like, this reminds me of the guy where Cy looked it up and they were like, No, this movie was the suit and the idea was basically a kid friendly version of the Guyver comics from Japan. Well, that's really cool. They sh- they probably should have marketed it more like that. Yeah. Because honestly, I all I remember about this movie from being a kid is the lenticular cover. That's what when I first saw the tape, I was like, "That's what I remember Yours? about this." Yeah, I get I, that. I get that. Uh, that's a sweet cover. I don't. I know, that. right? Why um, doesn't have that? Yeah, it, it just peels off, so it might have come off in the yeah. in the line of duty. But um, but that's like what I remembered most. I was like, "Oh shit, I remember this movie." And when I put it in, like within the first ten minutes, I was like, "Yeah." Yep, I saw this back in the day. I probably drank some <laughs> Surge and had some chicken nuggets and watched this. Um, Let's so anyway, not yeah, lie. He... You drank Surge and ate chicken nuggets while watching this today, didn't you? I God, I wish I had Surge, but I definitely had chicken nuggets. Um, <laughs> <laughs> Baja Blast counts. Baja Blast counts. <laughs> but uh, so, yeah, he so he's got this bully, kicks the bully's ass, um, goes and has a nice long pee. And he also and, has a crush on a girl. Oh, yeah. He's really into this girl, which, honestly, he should have just tried to get with a teacher. I think he had a good shot. Um, the girl's into comics. Well, she's but, she's a popular girl who likes the comics that he likes. Yes. Um, kind of a, kind of a cop-out part of the story. But, you know, I mean, it's like 84 minutes long, so yeah. what do you want? But he goes uh, to the fair... Like oh, it's actually 110 it. minutes. This movie's longer than I thought. Wow, this is like almost two hours. Mm-hmm. Uh, so anyway, yeah, he yeah, continue. You were talking, but he goes to the fair, and that whole scene where he's like, you know, I like her, and he's like, you want to mate? And he's like, holy hell, no! I'm just, I just let's calm <laughs> it's down. A lot of inappropriate jokes. Slow down. He's like, I just I like her. 
And so the, the suit kept trying to interpret what he wanted to do. And he's like, yeah. we'll find her. We'll track her down. We'll hunt her down. And he's like, I don't want to kill her. I just want to see her. I really liked how Psy was, was like, a, he was like a, an android in Star Trek. Or mm-hmm. like he was like Data, where he was so innocent because he was strictly logic. So he was just like, well, why would you do that? What are you talking about? You mean we want to kill them? And he's like, no, no, not that. I'm just, so everything that the kid says, he takes really literally. And that's, that's just kind of funny throughout the whole thing. And while they were at the fair, the suit mistook a mascot as one of the <laughs> aliens he was supposed to defend against. Yeah. And just started firing his cannons. And yeah. so Spencer made him use the word Simon says from now on mm-hmm. to then fight the aliens. But, and then, like, he saves the girl because the suit starts firing. Just going off. Everything was terrible aim. Because, for one, the mascot, all he did was, like, burn the suit and shoot, like, all around him. And I'm yeah. like, aren't, aren't you, like, a war machine? You didn't even shoot him. <laughs> but he's you should have blown that guy to bits. Yeah, he's, like, a crappy prototype. <laughs> um, and then, and yeah, so he, he, like, shoots the Ferris wheel. Of course, the girl that he likes is at the very top. Thing goes to fall. He saves the day. Even though he was destroying the day, yeah. so he's kind of it was a little Spider-Man situation there where he broke the thing and fixed it at the same time. Exactly, yeah. So it looks like the hero, but uh, so well, and then he goes to the teacher because he can't pee, yeah. and then at the te- at the teacher's house, the alien that is trying to kill the suits alien race shows up, and this alien yes. is horrible. And they are called what are they called? The Brood. I believe so. I think what a lazy name. And it's such a It looks like they just glued anything <laughs> on in the costume shop. It has like bat eye the eyes look like nostrils. It's it, like they took an old it's, it's like they took spikes. one of the it's like they took one of the troll costumes from from Scared Stupid but just slapped a bunch of a bunch of paper and crafts all over it. He's he's bulky. You can't tell where his eyes are. At he one looks, point like he when he lands on earth he reaches into his stomach pulls out a spider and yeah. throws it into the air and then the spider opens its legs closes its legs and then flies away yeah and then it and then it acts as like a tracking device to where the alien can just show up immediately yeah it's and then he, and he breaks into the teacher's house and then there's just like a battle there's a lot of destruction in this movie Right. way more than i anticipated also before any of this happens which isn't even like a plot device but when he destroys his own house yeah because, because his, he's a kid in the cyber suit yeah because his sister is off gallivanting with hyde from that 70s show uh on a motorcycle he did buy a motorcycle though he did it was pretty it was a pretty rad motorcycle he had he an earring a ninja oh he had an earring too oh mm-hmm. God. i, I dated him <laughs> um, and he destroys the house he's in uh, and then he destroys his teacher's house. Um, and very little people seem to be that upset with the destruction of things. Right. Well, he, tries to, he destroys his house because he's looking for food. Yeah. And then he doesn't realize how strong he is. And then he slips around and he's, all of a sudden he's got a refrigerator on his head. Yeah. It gets out of control. He, so he leaves, right? And then he's like, I need to get food. So they yeah. go to a drive-thru. Yes. And he gets a burger and fries. <laughs> this is the grossest part of the movie. It was literally the most disgusting, but also the best line of the movie. So yep. he's like, let me out. I want to eat this thing. And then the suit's like, no, I'll ingest it and then give it to you. 
and it's like, okay, so you see this thing like eat, this little thing pops up in front of the suit's mouth on the inside. Yeah. And all like chewed bits shoot into this tube and you hear like a blender sound and then it lifts up this little pedestal and there's a little circular ball. Yeah. And he's like, and then this little arm comes out and it shoots the ball into uh, Spencer's mouth and he eats it and he's like, oh my God, what is this? And he's like, that is the whatever burger optimized with nothing else. And he goes, Oh my God, it's a cyber suit turd. Yep. It, it, it like removes everything that's not essential. So it's literally just, just the, the waste. It's just a turd. It's, it's a, a turd. It's the suits turd. He ate a burger <laughs> and fed him a turd. And he just goes, Oh my God, a cyber suit turd. All he had to do was open the mouth a little wider and put the burger in. But he didn't do it. He just wouldn't do it. He didn't do it. Uh, it would but, have been circumvented if the mask was a little bit closer to his face. Also, and like that whole scene took like like twenty minutes. It, it was took just so like, long. You were just like watching this suit grind a burger. You're like, every scene happening? in this, every scene in this took as long as possible, <laughs> which is why I thought it was a shorter movie. I figured that those scenes were to pad it out, but for some reason, like so, this is one hundred and ten minutes, which means they hit a hundred minutes while editing and said, "Can we have him pee longer?" <laughs> We told the studio it'd be 110. We just got to get there. We got to get to that 110. Let's add five more minutes to the chewing scene, Mm -hmm. and let's see how long we can ride out the he can't open the cod piece to pee. And then then he he gets a chance to get out of the suit. Well, he chickens out. Well, yeah, but he's allowed to leave the suit. Yeah. Um, And he's basically like, I'm done with this. I I ain't fucking with you no more. And he gets out of the suit. And he's like, all right, well, I'm going to go take care of my child problems. And he's like, all right, well, now uh, the brood is going to take me back to their planet and they're going to reverse engineer me and use my technology to kill my home planet. And he's like, ah, bummer. He literally just says bummer, <laughs> which I I cackled at when I first hit bummer. Well, I got to take care of my own problems. And then he's like, literally just like, hey, man, I don't want to do this. I'm 12 years old. I don't want to be here. I ain't trying to fight your war. I ain't trying to do this. And he's like, okay, well, Earth's going to be in danger too. So He was like, I'm 12 years old and I want to see 13. Yeah. Like, yeah, I get you, Doc. 13's a cool yeah. year. No. Uh, also, he's got a dis- – like, of course, all this is able to happen because his mom died and his dad is super distant. So that's why yeah. he has no supervision and no one seems to know where he is at this moment. Uh, and it's before cell phones, so he couldn't have taken a picture and tweeted it out right away because the no. whole plot would have been gone. And – uh and yeah, so he get so he's like, all right, well, fuck it. So he gets back in the suit, and then uh, what happened right after that? So he he got out of the suit, right? He goes yeah. home, and then while he's home, he's like, no, the suit is right. I need to finish what I started. It was a character building moment. He decided right. to grow up a little bit, right? Like every kid movie, he it was like character building moment. And so <laughs> as he's walking back to find the suit, the bully shows up. Uh-huh. And then he takes on the bully, punches him, and he's like, I don't have time for this tonight. And then the right. guy was like, what is going on? They steal a car, drive it around. At this point, the dad, the teacher, and the sister are looking for Spencer. And they're just like, the dad can't fathom what's going on. The teacher's like, oh, I'm, it's real. And the sister's just like, I have love for my brother. And then you don't really see them anymore mm-hmm. after this. Like, you see him a couple times, but not very much. And then he, they find the suit in a junkyard, and the alien's trying to take it back. So they're trying to win that battle the suit gets super damaged yeah and the whole also he teams up with the bully right him and the bully wind up being cool because they don't want any kid to watch this and not not feel happy not have a life-building moment yeah the alien 
takes things off of its body and then they become like spears or like at one point during the battle, he reached into his stomach and brought out like an organ lasso. Yeah. He doesn't and, mention any of this during the whole movie. And like lassos the bully with his like organ lasso and then tries to crush him with a motor engine. Yeah. It was insane. That, that whole thing. And then they battle him. The suit gets damaged. Can't work anymore. So Spencer has to come out and like defend the suit on his own. And then eventually he pushes the alien into a car crusher. And that's it. And you hear the sound of it being crushed, <laughs> which do. is pretty morbid. I was like, Jesus Christ. Okay. Yeah. And also, I, I wonder how much it costs to rent a uh, junkyard for a day. Because it's, I mean, that's why it's the setting of so many movies. You can do whatever you want in a junkyard. I assume it's all junk. I mean, you want to blow something up. Whatever, yeah. right? It's all It's all junk, I guess. I wonder how that works. I wonder what permits you got to get. But they blew a bunch of stuff up. Yeah, because I mean, anyway, sorry, I'm stuck on that junkyard. I just I love the fact that 90 percent of the movie takes place <laughs> in a junkyard, and the rest <laughs> takes place in house sets that they destroy. It's like the most destructive kids movie. It was, but none. Of, a lot of the destruction didn't need to happen. It didn't really make sense. It was like comedy. It was like we need a comedy scene here. Ah, let's break the refrigerator. We need a comedy. Right. We need a comedy scene. So, let the teacher pry off his cod piece. And, um, but yeah, and then the alien race shows up and retrieves the suit. And of course, the alien that yeah, the ones that made the suit, right? The good ones, the Yoda the Yodas. ones. <laughs> and he, Spencer gets sad, and he's like, "Uh, but the suit's my friend, and we've bonded." And then they didn't really talk a normal language and they had like weird things growing out of their yeah, face. Yeah, it was really weird. He's just like rrr, 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 rrr. it was like I couldn't understand what he was saying. No. And, then and I was like, there's no subtitles. Why did they have him do that? Then they just pinned him up like a little badge, like a yeah. military badge on his chest and he like had teary eyes and then it was literally like they went to the next day to school. Yeah, and they're selling the most badass white shirt with the face of Psy <laughs> on it. It's like the cheapest possible. They went to a mall kiosk and had a bunch of shirts made that morning. And then, uh, of course, he's you know he's learned. He's got a little more backbone now. He's a little bit mm-hmm. more brave. And so his dad's like, I'll be here right at the time school shuts, so don't worry. And the guy's like, okay, dad. And then he walks up to the girl that he wanted to talk to the whole movie and shows her one of his comics. And they were like, cool. And it was like over. Yep. And it literally just, it just ends with, I mean, even after the big battle, like there's no time for anyone to like process anytime I think about what happened to maybe console one another to be like, are you all right? Do your knees hurt? Are you okay, son? Not much of that. It's just the dad shows up. Finally. (laughs) <laughs> with the the sister who also doesn't care about anything and then the bully's just there we don't even know if his dad's alive at this point the whole junkyard's blown up and the, the bully's just kind of like with this family now and then they walk away <laughs> and then yeah they go to school in the morning and on the back of this box on the back of this box it's just the last scene it's just him and the girl talking yeah so if you look at the back of this and then you start the movie, you're like, well, obviously they're going to talk. He, she likes comics too. It's, it's right there. It's right there. And then it just, it just zooms out and it's a happy ending. 
Mm-hmm. And I'm all about this fucking movie because it doesn't even set up a sequel because they knew it wasn't going to happen. <laughs> they knew that this was the they lucked out that they finished this movie. I get a I give it definitely a three out of five. Like I would watch it again because it was yes. entertaining. Uh, I would recommend it. But like, I've watched it th- like two or three times in the last year. Yeah, it's so. it's enjoy it's it's a fun movie to pop in and just kind of you know hang out. Mm-hmm. And now, uh, I would not say it's my favorite like family sci-fi movie. So right. we definitely came up with some honorable mentions that we wanted to talk about. Yeah. So as I said, this was the last of the good kid sci-fi uh, features out there. Um, some of my personal favorites, one that's not even, I haven't seen yet, but um, I've just owned this and I got to watch it. So I'll mention it is Munchie. Have you seen Munchie? Uh, I, no, I haven't seen it. I this is a weird one. I remember it. I have not seen it. Yeah, Munchie, uh, Munchie's an alien that delivers pizza. Um, so I, I, you know, maybe we'll talk about that one uh, soon. But there's that one, uh, ET that everybody knows. ET that kind right. of kicked everything off. But uh, Mac and Me is another great one. Yep. Um, the McDonald's dance scene. Everybody knows that. And my personal favorite kid alien movie is Flight of the Navigator. Uh, too many Twinkies. Too many. <laughs> Uh, those are my those are my personal picks. Flight of the Navigator, I could watch any day, anytime. Oh, it's I love that movie. So good. Yeah. I thought of stuff. Uh, do you remember the uh, 1985 movie Explorers? No, I've never heard of that. Oh my god! Three kids. One's a super nerd. One's like the silent bully. Well, not the silent bully, but like the silent kid that like beats up people. And mm. there's one kid that's like super into sci-fi. They all get together. They build a spaceship out of junk because they get a – the kid that's in the sci-fi has a dream. In his dream, these plans come to him on how to build this sphere that will fly them to outer space. You have not seen this movie. You need to – after we're done wow. here, find it on a platform and watch Explorers. This was one of my favorite right, movies yeah. as a kid. That's, that sounds great. That's very like uh, – I don't know what else. Continue. Uh, <laughs> it's River Phoenix is in it. Really? When he's little, right? He's the nerd scientist. That's great. It reminds me of like Close Encounters, how this kid just dreams it and he just right. He just it's, feels it. It feels it. It's so good. You need that's to, cool. You'll you'll dig it. There's so many Explorers. awesome bonds. Yeah, it's like Explorers. Goonies in space. Basically, yes. Tight. Um, also, batteries not included. 1987. That's one that I I honestly remember passing that up at a thrift store once because I didn't know what it was and I am so upset I did that. Because oh. I wanted to see that movie, and I, I just, I don't know. I think I had a tall stack, and I had to put some away. It's so good. I, I actually yeah. have it on the shelf over there. It's yeah, little alien robot helps the aging. I know it's a cute cover. Subdivision. That's oh, just great. Um, one that's kind of like this, but the last Starfighter, nineteen eighty four. Yep, never saw that. Holy crap! Really? Yeah, do I you, know, right? You own it, right? I think I do. You have to watch it. It's so good. Cool. I'll check my section. I think I do on it. And then like inner space, you know, that's inner space is good. Yeah. That and all these movies are kind of the same concept. They're family friendly. They're sci-fi, mm-hmm. but they all have like a positive. I just, these, when we talked about like honorable mentions to this, I was like, these are the ones that pop immediately. Flight of the Navigator popped in my head. I was like, that's yeah. just a fucking amazing movie. Uh, I mean, that's the best kid meets alien movie. ever. I like ET and all, but I don't watch ET all the time. I will watch flight of the navigator all the time. I, I've watched enough ET in my life. Again, that I was a kid of ET, so I had the ET doll. I had 
you know, we, we played at the basket, you know, every one of mm. us had a red hoodie for like years. Yeah. Um, ET's good. I have multiple ETs. Everyone that was like, Oh, you're collecting vinyl, you know, VHS. Here's the ET. Yeah. I'm like, awesome. Thanks. I know everybody thinks ET for Atari is expensive. Everybody thinks the tapes. Are... Well, mine's got a green flap. We know, we know yours has a green flap. It's okay. I have it in a clamshell. I have it in a, you know, mm-hmm. slip. That nice sparkly blue clamshell. I like that one. That's dude. ET for Atari. Worst game ever. You could, you, you died. You died too many times mm-hmm. and they buried it in the desert. I truly believe they buried those. Well, yeah, there's a documentary about that. They found them. Yeah. Well, they found a box. Found some of them. Yeah, that counts. That's why it's so expensive because the people buy into the folklore of E.T. I know, I know. Don't don't buy into the hype, guys. Don't spend more than ten dollars on a tape. You're better than that. <laughs> you're better. You're better than that. You're better than that. You'll find it at Goodwill. You just keep looking. You just keep looking. All right. But if you guys out there have any like sci-fi movies that. Like kid-friendly sci-fi movies that you remember that we didn't talk about, please hit us up. We would love to hear what you what you guys think. But I mean, yeah, I would definitely recommend Star Kid. I'd say go out find yeah, it. Yeah, if you have not seen Star Kid, it is a great it is a great maybe not a Saturday night, but like a but like a Wednesday night watch. <laughs> it's definitely you know? <laughs> not a prime timer. Yeah. It's more like an afternoon. It's like a Wednesday at four. You're cooking dinner, but the TV's on. <laughs> that's a good one <laughs> that's how we should rate movies from now on yeah. it's like what is the rating of this movie you're like ah this is more like a 545 after dinner movie i like that yeah you know and then a like, during if it, dinner if it's uh, a really good movie it's like a friday night nine o'clock with popcorn oh yeah like post like you're not even eating dinner you're having popcorn no all lights are off you're, popcorn you're in for dinner so as always, guys, we are the guys behind the counter. If you have any questions, likes, comments, concerns, hit us up in the DM on Instagram. We are Behind the Counter Podcast on Instagram. And if you want to email us, we are Behind the Counter Podcast at gmail.com. We'd love to hear from you. Let us know what you want us to talk about. Is there any great movies you want to suggest we watch? We love that too. And as always, enjoy. Later. <laughs>